This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to uh, the How To Podcast with Luke and Ben. I'm Luke, uh, and this is Ben. We just decided that we're going to start recording. I'm not sure what we're talking about today, but what we were talking about when you told me to record is you don't have any paint. We don't have any paint. No. So here's, here's what happened, right? In February, Texas gets a freeze, right? When yeah. Texas gets a freeze, who doesn't get freezes? Not a COVID frost, freeze. Not, yeah, not a, an actual exactly. freeze. Like actual frost, temperature, mother, mother nature. Bore, it might have been another one of the, like, what are the, what are the weather polar stations? Polar vortex is the word you're thinking. Yeah, polar vortex, that's, that's the word right there. It's yeah. polar vortex, right? We get a polar vortex thing in February in, in Texas. Pipes freeze for Sherwin-Williams. All raw material for paint generally comes through Texas for Sherwin-Williams. Okay. And a lot of other, and a lot of other painting companies or conglomerates because Sherwin owns a lot. And Sherwin-Williams so, out of Ohio, right? Yeah, their headquarters are. But, but all their paint comes through Texas because why not? Why, of course. So metals, the solids, the things that they put into paint to make paint and the chemistry that is paint freezes, pipes burst, right? Yeah. And then because America is the way that we currently are, we don't have what you would call skilled vocational labor, pipe fitters and welders on, on staff ready to go to handle that kind of cat- catastrophe, right? Yeah. In, in, an, in an orderly amount of time. And so paint shortage happens. I picture a paint explosion being colorful and fun, but I'm sure it's probably just like the it's, base white paint. It's, it's, it's the base just white, all the white. Probably all just sludging out. But, just, but yeah. it, in my mind, I'm picturing like, uh, you know, like just that. a colorful, like array of rainbow colors splattered all over a room. Oh, what that, happened? There's that, a paint only, that only happens... That only happens when you see it pouring out of the back of a painting vehicle going down the highway, oh, right? I do, I do We've like all that. Seen the paint lines, you yep. know, like yep. from a truck. That's the best. I well, and the best is the the very best is when it's on like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen on like open highway between like Las Vegas and L.A. We used to drive there a fair amount. But where there's enough room for somebody to drive through paint, realize they've driven through paint, and then start swerving all over the place. Yeah, you got it. Uh, you know, you know. Well, here's here's a fun thing for me. Quite literally, this happened two and a half weeks ago. I'm on my way to a job site, right? Yep. And I'm maybe a mile, two miles out, and I know just because of technology, my crew's only just ahead of me. They're they not they're not far. Sure. I'm all of a sudden. I, I make a right-hand turn and I realize that I'm following a paint trail, right? And this paint trail <laughs> is headed for that mile, for that mile and a half. It's headed to where I'm going. Yep. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go. I'm showing up to a disaster. We're in a paint shortage. I've got five gallons scattered across the damn, the damn highway. Right. Thank goodness. That paint trail continued beyond my house. Cause <laughs> I was terrified as I pulled up, like I rolled down my window. I was like, I, I rolled down and I, I talked to one of my painters. His name's Jaime. I was like, everything okay? He's like, yeah, why? Why are you sweating? And I was like, because I saw paint. <laughs> and he's like, oh, know, no, that did, wasn't me. It was there. I saw that. <laughs> and I was did like, you know what color like it needed to be for the job and what yeah. color was on the highway? Because that would have been even worse. You're like, no, that's that's midnight sundown. Like that's, <laughs> I know what color, like whatever the, I don't know what the, I don't know what the colors are, but you know what I mean? That's sunflower oh, gold. Ah. I just like that, that, that you were able to come up with midnight sundown hey, right, right there, right yeah, there. Well. Hey, it's, it's not technically, creativity. I don't believe that's a color, 
but we're not, gonna, but it's not a color to, yet. It's not a color yet. Yeah. So fun, fun things on my front. We're, we need to catch up because we haven't caught up on dad stuff, your life, my life, those very things. true. So I crossed 200,000 followers, right? Okay. That's on TikTok. That's on TikTok. Yeah. And you're up to what? Like 30 on Facebook? No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, like 30, 30, yeah, 30 yeah. total. 30 total. Yeah, yes. no, absolutely. It's, we don't, we're, we're not pushing traffic to Facebook. That's not, that's not where that's going at yeah. all anymore. Um, but we crossed 200,000 followers on, on TikTok. Super excited about that. Thank you to all my followers, the friends, the people that I've met. It's super fun. So then over this last month, right? Yeah. And I encourage you and everybody else to go watch some videos. There was this Pez video that goes viral, right? This guy, and I'm going to use a Pez dispenser because I have a bunch. This guy. Why, why wouldn't you? Well, Darth Vader? well this, this one's Kylo Ren. Okay. Oh, okay. So this person on this TikTok takes a Pez dispenser, opens it, right? And loads this sucker just like this, open from the bottom. And yep. he does this camera trick where it looks like it loads, okay. right? Without unwrapping the plastic. Yep. I make a TikTok. It doesn't work for me. It's clearly a fake, right? And that particular day also, I happen to have one of my followers because I just moved in a new place. They got me some housewarming presents, right? Sure. One of my followers, uh, her name's Morgan. She gets me an R2-D2 popcorn maker. And R let me just say that one more time. No, nope, I'm gotcha. R2-D2 popcorn maker. And it's quite literally like 18 inches tall. I can't the find the real R2-D2 or did he ever make popcorn? No, he never made it. I don't think he ever made popcorn. Not to my could he? I don't, I mean, he could do anything. He's, yeah. he's a droid. I'm just, I'm just asking. I don't know he's, if he had, I don't know if he had like a capacity because I assume, I mean, we know it's just a midget in a little person, <laughs> a, a little person. person. Well, when they made it, it was probably okay to say is a little person inside of the little trash can just walking around. But for the movie's sake, you imagine it just being so full of circuitry, Absolutely. right? The reason it was that size is because that's, all of the stuff that would fit inside. I don't know if there's anywhere to put the popcorn. A good popcorn maker. I mean, so coincidentally, to pour in the kernels. So maybe he couldn't. This, so this, the way this works is R2's head helmet comes off, and that's the freaking bowl. That's oh, the there bowl. you go. Like we're 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 talking functionality nice. across the board. Okay. Right? So this R2D2 for making popcorn better than the original. So we get a popcorn maker, and also one of my followers sends me lightsaber light up uh, chopsticks. And this whole thing starts because I start eating with, I start eating the popcorn with chopsticks. Sure. And my followers in a live are like, I bet you can't at some point they're like, I bet you can't load this Pez dispenser with chopsticks. So I, I take, can I tell you a very quick side note? Go ahead. I was ridiculing my wife, which now I owe her a big apology. Thanks for that. Sorry. I don't even know what, it's, what we're apologizing for, but she eats. Flaming hot Fritos with chopsticks. This is an excellent idea. Then your because she doesn't want to get the hot sauce on her fingers. Because then if you rub your eye, then it's you, fire. You toast. Yeah. No good. I mean, from a functionality and a safety concern. I was laughing at her. I'm just like, this is hilarious to watch. And now here we are. And now here you are. You're and, eating and popcorn listen, that way. Now you were doing it just to be cool. I was doing it. But then. Solely to be cool. She's doing it for functional purposes. But, but listen to this. Okay. Listen to, but, but the story continues. So I load this Pez dispenser, 12. I take a stack of 12 Pez, quite literally load them in one shot. They just drop and slide right in. I make a TikTok of it from my live. Pez Candy USA season, right? And they make a whole viral challenge out of how do you load your Pez dispenser, right? And then they send, they ended up sending me a, a, a package that I'm waiting for. That's going to have a bunch of Pez goodies in it. I can't wait. It's do you super, like Pez? Do I like Pez? What, are you saying you don't like Pez? Honestly, my kids have Pez dispensers and I've loaded them a few times for them. I haven't actually tried it. I couldn't tell you what Pez tastes like. As, as a, as a baby of the eighties and a child of the nineties. Hey, 
I can't. I, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you know what? Then I feel, you know what I feel bad about? I feel bad that we're not doing this in person. However, it's going to give me an opportunity to bring a Pez the next time we do this in person because I'm bringing you a dispenser. I'm confident that I've had it, but I'm thinking, is it like Smarties? I don't know. Like it's been, it's been I probably 25 years since I've had a Pez, I guess. Personally. They're in my house right now. I could probably go and find one, but I wouldn't know where to start. And then my kids probably count the, like they're four, so they can count to like 20. Ah. So they could probably count how many pads are left in their thing. So if I eat it, then I'm probably in trouble. You are in trouble. Yeah. You are in but trouble. I don't know. I don't know what the point. Like these have different flavors because they're different colors, right? It's like, oh, yeah. They've got sour, they've got raspberries. Okay. So this, that's a pineapple sour. We got sugar cookie. There's blue raspberry. Uh, grape is the best. Orange grape is second. Lemon. I mean, you name it, they've got the flavors. And it's just sugar and chalk, right? I mean, pretty much, but and, and natural do, flavors and natural flavors. I do think, and this is just this is now we're getting into opinion of bias. Okay, my opinion and bias is that Pez is definitely better than Smarties. However, I don't know that it's better than an Echo Wafer. Neko wafer been a long time since I had a Neko wafer too. We're, we're just gonna you break eat a lot more candy than I do. How many how many Tootsie Pops do you eat a day? Um, well, raspberry Tootsie Pops do you eat a day? Coincidentally, my raspberry Tootsie Pop intake is currently down as my Pez intake. Uh oh, uh oh, TikTok <laughs> conflict. Not ideal, sir. Not ideal. You got ideal. The- like got to keep all the brands happy you know all the brands you keep them all oh no i don't know i mean they're gonna they're gonna be coming after each other they're gonna be breach of contract (laughs) we sent you all those tootsie pops we we're not paying you we're not paying you to eat pez yeah i assume everybody on your tiktok knows the tootsie pop story but at least for the podcast purposes i don't think we've discussed this so this pez is hot on the heels of your of your tootsie pop Yeah, so uh, we we, we talked about the original. We talked about the original Tootsie Pop in, I think, the first podcast that we did. You Mm -hmm. picked one up off the street like a filthy animal Mm -hmm. and you ate it for one of your... Basically a raccoon. Yeah. A a, a garbage panda. A garbage panda. Garbage trash panda. Trash panda. Is the proper term. There you go. Thank you. Thanks for getting it right. So so like a disgusting monster, you picked up and ate it right off of the, the grimy streets of Salem, Oregon. And then uh, people started sending them to you. And now Tootsie Pop. Just to save me. They sent yeah, them. Yeah, they're like, they're, to save you from yourself. They're like, don't pick yeah. them up on the streets. We got your back. Exactly. Get the story right. So then you have eaten enough of these Tootsie Pops and it's become a big enough thing that the, the Indian shooting the star sent you an email and said, hey, do you want a bunch of these? If, well, if you eat them on the thing, we'll send you more. Well, yeah, pretty much. And they asked if I wanted to do some sponsored content come come fall. And I was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely. Don't so, screw that up with this, uh, with this Pez no, no, no. thing. It, we're, we're good to go. We're good to go. If anything, it, it, you know, I've got a sweet tooth for every type of candy. Okay. So, like, you know, there's how many teeth are exist in your head? I can't even remember now. 32? I don't know. 32. And I've got all my wisdom. I've, I've got the internet right here. I can look. Let's see how I've many got teeth. my wisdoms, too. So I've, I've, I, can, I can allocate a tooth per candy. And we're oh. going to be good to go. But there you go. Each, each of your individual it. teeth is uh, sweet. So how many? I got to learn how the to The thing type. about that is, is that a lot of it is affiliated with the flavor of cotton candy. I mean, like, I, I like, like the flavor candy. of cotton candy. It, the, the cotton candy is way more about the texture than the flavor. The flavor is well, just no, sugar. But I mean, just, oh, yeah. But I mean, like, just the artificial flavor of cotton candy, anything basically makes me happy across the board every yeah. time. Uh, there are 32 teeth in total, 12 more than a baby set. The last four of these are called wisdom teeth. So if you've had your wisdom teeth out, you're down to 28. I have two of my wisdom teeth out, both on my left side are out, right side are in. I had to check. I didn't even know. No, that's uh, so mine, all mine are in. I'm rocking 32. There you go. So I was right. That was the number I said. That's no, and that's impressive because I actually, I didn't know. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Now let's so now you about- you can have up to 32 different candy uh, uh, okay. affiliations and be be safe. At, oh, at least 32. And I mean, you know, I could I really don't mind doubling up on that. You know, putting okay. you know outside inside on the candy like yeah. you know, like Pez gets the outside, Tootsie Pop gets the inside sort of concept. So Tootsie Pop question for you: mm-hmm. How do you eat 
your Tootsie Pop. Are you are you melting the candy all the way to the Tootsie Center, just chewing on it? No, you don't. No, 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 no. How long do you go before you start chewing on the thing? Um. Okay. Once you can't, you can't, can you just bite? Can you just pull out a Tootsie Pop and just bite through I, it without I taking a single? Care. I, I, I'm afraid I'd shatter my teeth. That's what I would think. Yeah. And then I you would, lose an endorsement. <laughs> but I will stay like, you know, like when you're, when you're eating a Tootsie Pop and it becomes just translucent enough where you can see the, 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 the chocolate Tootsie sure. at the center, where you can just start to see that brown coloring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I bite. Okay. I want, I want the crunch. I don't want to be, I, I want the crunch of it all. And then, and then I'm absorbing it all in that last bite. And that's a lot of fun where, cause then, you know what happens? This is, and this is, this is the fun part. The, the chocolate the, and the candy mixed together. Mix up, And then they get, they get to this gummy like paste yep. almost thing that really locks your jaw together. <laughs> and it requires more saliva just to, just to dilute and get out of this. I, that's, that's a happy, if I can't open my mouth, success. There you go. So here's my thing is the, the paper stick is where it gets you. If you try to lick all the way to the center of the Tootsie Pop, it's not it's not the chewing on the candy. None of that's the problem. It's just that you if you over moisten the paper stick. Yeah. And it's and like start eating paper. Up. Come on. Yeah. It's Come like, you yeah, know, and that's the thing. I agree with that. Like, yeah. like even if you if you do it and you get to the to the base of that stick and, you know, it gets that that moisture around the base and the, like kids do that kids kids will suck on those things for days oh yeah and just and walk around with a stick like up. it's a cigarette and they think they're so cool they don't even know who james dean is but they're like oh yeah this is my game is is it is it just me or every once in a while you like watch one of those old movies and you're like man i should have started smoking it's so cool but kids probably don't think that way now but i think it's ingrained in our like you said child of the 80s kid yeah, of the child 90s of the, yeah baby of the 80s child of the 90s yeah we we, we see things through a different lens. There's no doubt about For it. For sure. But do, yeah, do our kids, do our kid will our kids ever look at smoking or will they be like, oh, vape pens, those are so cool. Like whatever they, like the bad habits they miss out on. Because I never, I never smoked. I, I probably had a few pulls off cigarettes in my oh, life, sure. but I was never a smoker. But mm -hmm. I still, every once in a while, I'll catch my going, myself going, ah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know why. Looks but cool. nobody smokes cigarettes anymore. <laughs> Not many. At least not up here. We don't get a lot of them, right? Yeah. We don't get a lot of them. Yeah. Um, how's your life been? I know you've been busy too. Life has, it's been busy. It's been very busy, but we've been doing uh, a lot of camping. The last two weekends were camping, uh, middle of July. We took a trip. We've been, we've been cramming in all this vacation Good. that we weren't able to do last year. So it feels like every single weekend is completely packed, but I don't know if it's good or bad. Like I, I'm sitting here. Like we went to Mexico for a week. My my whole family. It's and when I say my whole family, it's my mom, my brothers, my sister, uh, all of our kids, spouses, everybody. There's like 15 of us go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain the phenomenon of every day seemed to go on forever, but the week flew by. It was very relaxing. I watched very little TV. I think the only TV the time we had the TV on because it was this was mid July, so it was during the NBA Finals. We watched. Okay half of game five and all of game, most of game six for the NBA finals. So the bucks winning the championship. Mm -hmm. It's about the only time we sat down and watched TV. We had music on in the background, but we didn't really do anything. I didn't, I didn't stop and read a book. I didn't do it. Just the kids were in a pool. We had a big house, private pool. And so we're just in and out of the pool all day. I left the resort for like three hours, mm -hmm. maybe the whole time, but it's one of those vacations where I didn't necessarily feel rested or relaxed because you're constantly in chase mode. I didn't feel like I was rushed. I was just in this kind of weird, constant state of being, you know, like I'm just here. I was very present. It was very yeah. good, but I got That's back going and I'm still tired. <laughs> and then last weekend, uh, whatever it is. So this, this very last weekend, we did a three day camping trip. The weekend before that, I did like a one day camping trip where I just went out and back to the coast. Okay. it's kind of the same thing where it's just like and maybe it's just the point in my life where that's kind of where i live now i have two four and a half year olds and it's just like there's no time to sit back down and do nothing but you're never you never have time to go out and really do something either yeah you know what i mean like yeah no absolutely so i'm good but i'm kind of it feels like i'm in that state all the time where it's always it's everything is scheduled i think every weekend is booked out for, till the end of the year Wow. And my wife is now planning everything like any weekend that has any opening. 
is being filled in immediately right now. And then we're starting to fill out until next summer. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. So I grow it going through my career. I had a, uh, one of my mentors, uh, his name is Matthew. Great guy. He uh, often preached on the, the concept that is scheduling, right. Yep. And calendaring and, and doing those things in, in longevity. And, and the concept was always this idea that it's really nerdy. It's a really nerdy thing to calendar and schedule and do those things. And people often look at it as this concept that it's taking away from spontaneity, Mm. right? Because you're, you're always so scheduled around the things, but spontaneity can happen. It just happens during those times that you've already blocked off. Right. (laughs) Which doesn't sound like spontaneity. spontaneity. That doesn't sound like spontaneity at all, but it can happen. It's still fun. But I know, I know that the life that you're in and it is, it is, uh, it's the, the world like pretty much live in all my life. Like con it, that is 24 seven for me. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on, I like that you called it the coast. You went to the coast. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a very Pacific Northwest <laughs> thing that we do. Yeah. Well, the it's funny so, thing is, so we so, went to like the specific campground that we went to is at Cape disappointment. Excellent. So, so Cape disappointment, the very Southwestern tip of Washington state, the beach in Cape, like right next to the campground, is called Waikiki Beach. Which is, I'm sure yeah. it was named after Waikiki in Hawaii, but it's very confusing. Somebody's like, so you were in Hawaii? And I'm like, no, this no. Is, there's a Waikiki Beach there. Um, but the crazy thing was we watched a boat like run ashore on the beach. Like there's a, there a fisherman that was out there and ran into the, uh, like Stand one park. of the rocks off the end of the jetty. Oh. And yeah, ended up getting beached right there. And Waikiki Beach in in Washington, it's just this tiny little patch. I mean, it's maybe 200 yards across the whole way at low tide. Like it's not very big at all. So there's a big crowd gathered around it. It was pretty wild. But like, if you're standing on the beach, whether like Long Beach, Washington, it's just north of there. Mm-hmm. That's not the beach. Like it's only the beach if you've never left the Northwest, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like as soon as, the second you go to California or Florida exactly. or Hawaii or Mexico or whatever, anywhere tropical. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be that tropical. Like, no, no, I don't think it was tropical. I guess it is, but like compared to the Northwest. But man, you go to Huntington, Huntington Beach and outside of LA, you go yeah. there. That's a beach. There's people running up and down in bikinis and umbrellas out. And central, central uh, California, Santa yeah. Cruz. Well, Thanks. I mean, you get up in Northern California. Like Big Sur feels like the coast too. I like. I would say it's probably the coast along Northern California. But like, there's there's a certain point where you get to, and it's like. The fir trees are huge and the cliff sides are dramatic. And mm-hmm. you go down there and you're like, I don't really want to go in that water at all. <laughs> then you're at the coast. The, di- the desire to go to the water has well, left. And well, there's two different oh. reasons you don't want to go into it. Because there's, there's plenty of beaches that have soft, rolling, gentle mm-hmm. tides and whatever. And they're, they're, they're delightful. Those just happen to be freezing cold. The wind's blowing sideways. And this, the Always. sand is... Sand is not exactly uh, what you would call soft or uh, or inviting, right? It's, just, it's, it's, it's you're wearing it's, rain boots up to your knee. You're going out. You're looking for razor clams or whatever. You're not doing anything in that. But the other reason you don't want to go in the water is all of the places in between those soft shorelines, it will murder you. It like mm-hmm. just looks like murder waves everywhere mm-hmm. you go. There's a jagged rock stick sticking up, going against like a jagged cliff, and it just looks like like oh, that's how I die. Yeah, that's that's where that's where it ends for me right exactly. there. Exactly. And there's very there's I'm sure there's beaches like that in Hawaii or, or coastline like that in Hawaii. But the beaches have a very different inviting feel. Even the like treacherous parts, you're like pretty turquoise down there. Like I was closer. Like you've ever, you've been to Maui? No. OK, so in Maui and I'm sure they have these in other places, too. But and I can't remember the name of it. But they have the this famous blowhole where mm-hmm. the waves come rolling in. There's a. I don't know, three foot wide uh, hole in the rock. So the, what happens, the waves come in, they go in like a sea cave and then there's a release oh. valve and it shoots the water straight up. Depending on the size of the tide, it can go 50, hundred feet high. I was standing over that, staring into it, just being like, this is amazing. I go like within, I don't know, 200 yards of an Oregon coastline. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm just going to stay back here. There's something about like, like if I get hit with a, like a warm jet of water, it'll probably kill me. 
Yeah. But for some reason, I'm just like, and no, that's why, you know, selfies kill more people than sharks. I'm sure you know that statistic. Yeah. No, absolutely. But yeah. People like you see a tropical coastline. You're like, I'm going to stand right next to that and take a picture. I don't think as many people do that in Oregon. Not as, many. as many people do that in Washington state. If we get them, we get the pictures from afar with a nice zoom lens. That's, yep. that's the name of the game. It's a nice yeah, zoom lens. That's exactly But we right. do call it a coast. It is the coast. It is not the beach. It is very Pacific Northwest. And yeah. I love that about us personally. Like, and I, and I, I, I heard you say it and I was like, like, it's, I was like, it's just, it's such a thing that we do though. Yeah. And we don't even realize it. Well, it's, that's one of the funny things is there's a little identifiers like that all around. Like if you live in, in Southern California, freeways are not I-5. It's not I-405. It's the 405 to the 5 to the yep. 22 to the 55 to the 51. That'll be the best way to get to Corona. Like it's everything <laughs> is like, cause there's so many of them down there. Yep. And it's funny that we and they all, they are, they're all zigzagging all over the place. Oh, it's, it's nuts. Cause well, in no directions in Southern California, cause we lived down there, I don't know, four years, I guess. Well, yeah, four and a half years uh, in two different stints, but it was one of those things where no directions are predicated on any surface streets. It is all freeway driving. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, we lived in an apartment in orange uh, California and you, you took, the 405 to the 22 and then you got off at and I, i'll get it wrong but it was like you take city way to city boulevard to like city pass city. or whatever it was but everything was like all the streets had the same name but then they had like a different uh you know whatever uh surface that's, name that's so it was funny. like drive to avenue to boulevard to whatever but they were all like exactly they're the all they're all the first parts and they just drove around the block at orange and over by the, if you've ever been to Disneyland and you go just, just away from the Crystal Cathedral, I don't know yep, if you've ever yep. driven by that. It looks yep. like Superman's house mm-hmm. and it's, it's over in the city of Orange, which is right by there. But that's where we lived right there. But it was the city way to city drive to city place or something. And that was our, the directions to our house. But yeah, yeah. strange. How it is. It's how it is. Strange how little, little you change, but it's also, it's bizarre how few people notice it because we live in the Northwest and most people don't think that there's an accent. And don't think mm-hmm. that there's like, like, oh, up in the Northwest, this is how you're supposed to talk. Man, you go to the <laughs> South and they're like, man, this guy sounds weird. <laughs> yep. Over and over again. Yep. Um, well, that's excellent. That's excellent. So work's been well, though, huh? That's yeah, good. Yeah, it's just, well, everything's just, it's starting to kind of get back to normal or people are just getting used to being stuck with crap. Where were we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, like what would have to happen? So after the, take, Let's look at the last year. Pandemic is obvious, right? Uh, you're you closer than me. All the fires that we had, we had a huge snow and ice storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've had you know countless rollbacks, openings, shutdowns, reopenings, reshutting down of just about everything that we've had. We had murder hornets was an actual thing that, that was a thing last year. year. Yeah, uh, all sports were canceled. Like what? What would have to have to happen in? like the coming weeks that would throw you off. Oh, another smoke and ash event. Well, it would throw you off, but like, would you be surprised? Oh, no. Oh, 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 you mean surprised. Yeah, oh, like, no, like, no, yeah, like, like oh, mentally you. or physically throw oh, you off you. of like no. survival mode. Yeah, the smoke and ash event, you're already having a little bit of that right now, aren't you? We are. We are getting a little bit. It's nothing like last year yet, though. Thank goodness. Yeah. But, no, like what would have what would take to surprise me? No, there's there's not a lot that yeah. would surprise me. I, I'm at Japan a point invading the yeah. the west coast of the United it's, States or something. We're just we've we've reached the the point of like, well, this is where we're at, and this is just here we go, you know, yep. just picking up the pieces of a day. And the interesting part is is that the thing that I'm finding out, right? Especially going through the paint shortage and everything else like that. 99% of people, 99% give you grace. You know, they, they're happy that we're communicating yep. on the paint shortage and where things are at. What I did was I, I sent an email out uh, weeks ago that basically told clients like, listen, the paint shortage is real. And what's happening is, is it's taking somewhere between four to eight weeks to fill a paint order. And I can't wait around on production that way. So I told, told everybody, send me your paint colors. Let's get this thing done, right? Yep. And then Sherwin currently is just holding all these paint orders 
and they fill them as they get the trucks that can fill them. And I'm just rolling out jobs as, as they can produce or as they can fill an order. So an example would be, I had a lady that booked three weeks ago. She would normally get done probably in October at this point, but because she chose a paint color that's a relative neutral across the board, she's likely to be painted next week because we can get those bases in and yeah. we're ready to go, you know? So, so neutral colors are more available than exotic colors. When we say neutral, neutral bases are relatively the base. more, the bases are more available. But see, the problem is, is that a lot of homeowners, a lot of homeowners choose a, a neutral or a dark tone or, I mean, or a light tone, it doesn't matter, but whatever they choose neutral of, they go opposite for the trim. Yeah, we did. Dark trim, light trim, whatever it is, or or vice versa. So in that exchange, yeah, great. We can get either the trim or the base, but we can't get the trim or the base for the because you you chose the extra white or the, the super deep dark, super bright red or whatever it is. Yeah. And so that's the game that we're playing right now. And quite literally, last week um, we had a paint order that we uh, normally Sherwin would move paint for us. Right? They'll move paint all the time. Uh, that's not a problem, but because they're so tapped out trying to move paint as they are, they've started subcontracting driving situations out, yeah. to just get carriers out to do it. So I drove up to Vancouver last week to go fill an order uh, and pick up paint for a job that I'm painting here in Homsville. Yeah, like, that's great. And the worst part was the here's the worst. It didn't even come as like it was a 20 gallon order. You'd expect that to be five or four or five gallon buckets. Oh, individual buckets yeah singles across the board it was insane but what i did was i made a day of it i drove up to through portland and i knew i was going by multiple sherwin williams stores thank goodness uh, for having multiple stores and i would literally just walk in i'd say hi my name's ben i'm the owner of box painting i'm here to pick up any gallons that are satin exterior there you go resilience or above and I quite literally harvested like $2,500 worth of paint that day and there just you go. back of the truck and I'll fill out orders as I can. I, so. I, I'm a little disappointed because my hope was that like, and I know it doesn't work this way, but I was hoping that just like the only thing left on the shelves were like the most insane colors. Like, oh yeah, that lavender house, uh, they didn't want to paint it that color, but it was 2021 <laughs> and that's the only color they could do. Yeah. It's like that, you know. Here we go. Midnight sunset, right? Midnight sunset. I, you know, I love a midnight sunset. Can you invent your own colors when you get when you get your big meeting with Sherwin Williams? Have you done that yet? Have you gone out? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not gone out, but I have had a uh, a couple of uh, meetings with their uh, corporate people out of Ohio and then yep. their PR department. Um, but go you ahead. Need to, you need to ask for your own color. So you get your own color. Yeah, like. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because if somebody's I like looking through and they're like, what the hell? Ben's I made mention of this. <laughs> I made mention of this like quite literally early la or late last week that the, and, I, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to put this out in, in, in the universe and see what happens. Right. And I actually said it. I think it was in a live. I said, you know, I think one of the things that would really just like make me see how real everything is in this world would be to have Sherwin let me pick box dad blue as a nice. color. And that's the, the name of the color. If that were to happen, that's, that's that, that then here we are, right? That's then, it. And, that's and do, it. You, do you know what blue it is? is it, yeah. Did you, okay. So it, it fits on the color wheel that the Sherwin William gives you that big ass book. Yeah. I know here's like it. all of the different colors. Yeah. The, is blue your favorite color? Or did you look at that and go, man, they've no, got a blues. gap. They've got a blue's gap there. Color. Blue's my favorite color, hands down. Um, everybody assumes, like, even in the Reddit posts, they assume that I match the uh, match the color to my eyes. Like, that. that's my favorite blue color. Like, that's that's the assumption, is that I was going after my eye color, and that's not it. It's, it was just that that's my favorite color. Okay. And in Sherwin-Williams terms, right, technically that color is called spa blue. Okay. Bob blue. I've painted my door that color. I absolutely love it. It's bright. It's cheery. It. What's what's the color next to spa blue on the wheel though? Oh, I don't know. Next to I don't know. Well, see what I'm saying is there is there a gap where there's a new color? Oh, we can make one. There's yeah, always make one. You just yeah. add more black, add more white. You make a new color. It's all good. 
Yeah, but would you want to make your own color or you just want to switch spa blue? You want your favorite color to be named after I, you. I don't care what it is as long as there if there was a color named after me. Oh, you 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 do care what it is. You don't you don't oh, want, yeah. you don't want chartreuse. That's true. I you're okay, that's fair. That's a yeah. fair statement. I do care which color it would be. And yes, I would want say over that. Okay. That's is, is, is the blue because you're a Colts fan? No, no. I, Are you a Colts fan so, because of blue? So coincidentally, the reason I love it, like favorite numbers four, right? Favorite color is blue. At five years old, at five years old, T-ball team, right? We were the Blue Jays, rocking blue tees, right? And my number was four. And from then on, that was the end of it. That it's now, been that now. I'm gonna have to think about it. My favorite color has always been yellow. Okay. I think my first T-ball team. I love that your house is yellow. Also now, by it the is. Way. Well, we were go, hey, and the funny thing was we were going between blue and uh, blue and yellow. And I didn't, want, I didn't want any red, orange, pink. My wife wanted green, but every and you've been to my house. Every house in the neighborhood is green on, on each direction for at least three houses, one way, two the other. Very, yeah, it's very. Uh, yeah, there's a mint, and then there's green. like a bunch of like <laughs> olive green. Every very every color of pickled olive that you can imagine, <laughs> like all of the things. Like, we're not doing green, and we weren't gonna. We didn't want to do gray, which is very trendy right now because we just wanted something a li- with a little cheer to it. Yeah, we looked at blue with white trim, or we looked at yellow, and we looked at light trim, dark trim, and then we when we found the trim that we liked, and then it was just like. Uh, let's try it with blue. Let's tie it. But it's a very dark trim called seal skin. It is, yeah. Which could be changed to box brown or whatever you wanted. Box dad brown or whatever. <laughs> Make you very happy and rich because everybody compliments that color. Like people are like, oh, yeah, the yellow. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I would have picked it. Well, it, it, but it, like our neighbors go, our whole house is lit up. And everybody goes, I don't know if I would have picked it, but I really like it. But everybody loves the trim. That's good. So there's something about that. So I don't know. But it's, um, yeah. You, it's difficult. It's a difficult task picking out a paint color for your house. It is. I, I've gotten into the habit on TikTok where, uh, not habit, I have people that ask me for, as we get close to NFL season, they're asking for their team colors so they can make their, their you know, lady caves, their mandens, whatever that is. Yeah. They want the colors for, like I did one for the Seahawks. I've done one for the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, my um, nephew wants a Seahawks bedroom. He just, my, my sister just moved. On the colors are they're, they're, I, I made this selection to the degree that Blitz the Seahawk commented on the post. Oh, how about that? You know, that's not a real bird. A Seahawk? Yeah, I mean, I know that's the like. Or no, the a bird. Seahawk is a real bird. It's an osprey. An osprey is also yeah. known as a Seahawk. But I'm saying Blitz yeah. is a is a, he's a guy in a suit. Oh, dang it! Didn't know if you knew that. Well, yeah, I didn't. Out here scattering dreams or what? That's what I'm here next for. Thing gonna, next thing you're going to tell me is that the, that Santa's not real. Whoa. What now? Why would you even say that? Why would you say that? Every every year, every year around Christmas time, everybody takes a lot of vacation. I end up doing more shows on the fan and, and do, do more sports talk radio right around Christmas, which is a pretty good time to talk sports. You have all the bowl games. Sure. You have the pending college football playoff, the final race for uh, NFL. Christmas Day is big for the NBA. It's a great time to be talking about sports. Yeah. Every single year, Santa Claus comes up and a text comes in. Thanks, jerks. My kid's in the car and you just said Santa wasn't. Every, like like clockwork. And it's not always me that says it, but there's always somebody on the air. And then you can just we have our text thread that just runs yep. through. Always. So thanks so, a lot, jerks. Fun story on that note, right? <laughs> on Santa, on a Santa note. Santa the on TikTok, he follows me, right? He's he's a verified all that, right? Santa J. Claus. Oh okay. boy. What's, him what's and I the J stand for? Jolly. Oh barf. <laughs> Get out of here. I, it might not be. I don't know what it, I think it's terrible. Boring. James. James. Santa James <laughs> Claus. Okay. So Santa gets on one of my lives. This is maybe a month, month or two ago, right? Yeah. And as you can see, I always sit in my lives with behind me, the, the elk antlers and, and yada, you know, it's just part of my, whatever. It's It's who you are. Yeah. He gets on there and he goes, he makes a reindeer comedy. He goes, was that Rudolph? (laughs) (laughs) No, 
hotel donner. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, there's not a lot of kids in your lives, I'm guessing. No, I lost it, though. It was That's so funny. good. It was such a good comment from Santa. We appreciate Santa out there. Yeah. Um, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So life is crazy. We don't really have as much paint as we want. Um, sure. Short of everything, you know, it's the world we're living in. But you know, the the we could we could talk about how to fill paint orders when. Okay. You know. Is that, that what you want to do? Well, no, you know, I mean, you realize we're probably at the end of the episode now. We probably are, and that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Because, you know, at the end of it all, there's a lot of positive things going on in my world. A lot of positive things. Tons of them. Um, Aside from, you know, obviously TikTok, you know, it's a lot of fun things there. But um, in the uh, world of box painting, uh, and you know this, the followers Mm -hmm. know this, some of the listeners might, uh, we're getting ready to be a franchise. And uh, that is, we're tracking on that real well um what where are you in the process like how far along are you with this okay so we're two months in at this point uh two months into planning two months in two months in since i since i officially started consulting with uh the company the franchise genesis that i'm consulting with um and they their their job for about four to six months is to take box painting and turn it into a franchise just a turnkey operation they i fill out questionnaires we do a lot of drafts of ops manuals the fdd all that fun stuff the things that are that are legally required to be there as part of a franchise operation um and so there's a lot of it's adding a lot to the plate there's no doubt about that it adds a ton to the plate of what i'm trying to do this year but it is uh, a lot of fun and it's a, lo- a lot of learning along the way. And so we're two months in. We expect to be operational October, November on the franchise front for box painting. Um, and it's important because, you know, as we roll into 2022, I definitely have lofty goals, lofty goals. And the biggest part of that is that so so uh, with the, the legal help of uh, this franchise group, um, that they, they have a out, they've outsourced a, a legal team that basically does all the legal end of it. One thing that I want to include as part of box painting in a franchise is, uh, the, the charitable give back. So the, the one thing that I'm really after is basically figuring out ways to fund charity. That's, okay. that's what I want to do. And, one of the biggest nervousness things that I'm always going to have is about giving just money to franchise or giving money to places that I don't know where it's going to ultimately end up and how they're going to facilitate that, that those funds. And so what I've done is actually taken on the uh, idea that I'm going to have this legal team set up a 5301C, a charitable foundation. It will be called box foundation mm-hmm. and um, box foundation the long-term goal here is 2030. I want to be doing somewhere around a quarter of a million dollars in charitable give back. And those funds come from um, a mandatory, basically a mandatory franchise part of the agreement that is based on overall revenue, overall sales, that there's a percentage that, that those franchises that are existing in the nation are contributing to this overall fund. And so by 2030, doing a quarter of a million dollars, that's my goal. And in, nice. in, in cities that we are currently franchising in at that point is, is kind of the goal. So where you run into community centers, there's always red tape that they have to run through. And they by the time they run through the red tape, funds the funds part have, have ran out or the timeline, timeline for those funds has run out. They need the funds to be able to do that. And so the partnership with Sherwin-Williams is there to help with that idea also. So that Sherwin is basically becoming, what I want them to do is become a material supplier for that charitable give back. And then the the funds are for kicking out the labor end of it, the volunteer work and all that back end stuff that needs to happen. But it's for, it's going to be built around building out communities. And um, that's really- Keeping a fresh coat of paint on the community centers and the the public works areas. and Yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, there's a lot of good that needs to be done in the world. You know, there's a lot of good that needs to be done. And uh, I'm quite convinced at this point that 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 part of it 
that part of it is the legacy part for me that when I'm done here on this earth, that that's what, that's what's left box painting is what it is. Like I've, to the degree that I've said it, I have no expectation for my children to carry the mantle of box painting beyond me. If they want to great, but honestly, I'm going to be kind of, it's going to be weird to me if they're as passionate about paint as I am. <laughs> like, that's a weird, like, what, like, I, like, I don't talk about paint to, to my kids the way I talk to, to my clients about paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why are you so passionate about paint? Where did that come from? I don't get it. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see that being that part of the legacy that I'm after. The legacy would be box foundation in the yeah. long run. And so starting that as, and I, I have to start it now because it needs to be written into the franchise disclosure yep. documents. You can't spring that on a franchisee nope. you know, down the road and be like, oh, hey, by the way, you're now giving out to this foundation. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Just doesn't work that way. So yeah, getting everything up front, just making sure that we're dialed in. But um, basically by October, November, we are uh, operating as a franchise and ready to do this thing. So uh, if, if if a franchise owner comes in in October, I mean, it depends on where it is in the country, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at least in the Northwest, that's kind of the perfect timing where there's, there's not going to be an overwhelming demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are kind of planning out so you can kind of ease into, you know, that real paint season. And then are you going to try to start local or are you trying to start national or you don't care where it comes from? Do you want to like, I know for some franchise owners, they are ownership groups. They want to be able to, you know, be within a drive distance of everybody, at least when they start. So the yeah. first few can be, you know, uh, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you're, you're available for them. Yeah. That's definitely a goal. There's like, I want to be, I mean, if in my, I'm such an optimist, right. That everything happens in a perfect world for me. That That's where I'm at. Everything happens in a perfect world for me. I just make it happen. So in my perfect world, uh, Portland is first, uh, Vancouver becomes a part of that. And then leading up to Seattle, um, I would also entertain the concept of central Oregon, yeah. Um, there's quite a bit of population out there that needs to be serviced. And from what I'm understanding and just key demographics and things that are happening from census population stuff is that that area, Bend and even Idaho, uh, out of, out of Boise, um, Boise, if you say Boise, they, they, Boise. Get, uh, they get mad if you say it wrong. Um, that those populations are growing. That those oh, yeah. are there's no question. There's a lot of people moving to Idaho. And so it's, uh, I, I'm taking advantage of those opportunities where they are that those are where I would focus my efforts. However, and all of that comes with the caveat of if I found an individual in Delaware, right. That or wherever that, that meets that criteria of what I'm looking for in a franchisee, then I'm, we're rolling with it. I'm not going to, yep. I will not stop somebody from being a franchisee based on my ability to fly or not fly to them in the immediate, you know, they're going to get support and I'll make sure they'll get that support. But it's also new for you too, right? I mean, knowing what people are going to expect of you locally makes it a lot easier. It does. When you're sitting on an airplane going six hours across the country going, all right, when I get there, they need me to do exactly what I'm not sure versus. And you know, a lot of those things are, things that 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 the consultant group that i'm working with helped me come up with um those uh items that if i was doing this truly solo i wouldn't i wouldn't have keyed in on like oh i'm going to need to do this in the future and an example of that is you know we we start talking about op manuals and and how i run box painting i have to write all that out like my how i daily make shit happen right yep that's great that's fun but the next part of that is there has, there's going to be a training. Yep. And so it keyed me off to this idea that, oh crap, I need to start worrying about an actual training concept now. And so I've already put somebody kind of onto that. And as I come out with the ops manual, they're just going to start creating training slides through PowerPoint um, that will do. And, you know, but getting those things ready now. Yep. Yeah. Th- those are important things that if I wasn't ready for it, come time it's gonna be a problem those are the hiccups you don't want to run into so you know i want to run into hiccups like oh i don't have a power cord for this laptop today 
I don't want to run into issues of, oh, I don't have a presentation to give these people that just gave me tens of thousands of yeah. dollars for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Know? Well, that doesn't, it's, sound, it, that doesn't sound cozy to me. That doesn't nope. sound cozy. Copacetic, I think, is a word. Well, the nice thing is that you've got a partner that's helping you kind of get prepared for all of that. What's next with uh, with your social media empire? <laughs> social media empire. Uh a lot of it has to do with giveaways. We're, we're getting into giveaways right now. And giving away and some Tootsie Pops. We do. Yeah, actually. Yes. Yes. Thank you for asking. Yeah. 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 Happy, happy. That was not a point. So, Anybody listening? I'm, that was a genuine <laughs> question. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. Um, no, it's so getting into the giveaways, you know, it is, uh, migrating traffic across platforms, right? Uh, from TikTok to what we're calling instant gratification because instant gratification doesn't like it when you use their other monikers. Uh, it, like, Wait, what is instant gratification? I'm confused. It, IG. In, uh, oh, God. Oh, I understand what you're doing there. <laughs> get the instant. I, I get it. Hey, listen, listen, it's going to take me a second on in the social media today. I went on LinkedIn today and I was like, 51 notifications. I just shut it off. I didn't even look at it. This is garbage. I I was like, oh, a guy that I saw a few weeks ago wants to connect with me. It's like, dude, you're going to call me when you want to play golf. And if you don't, whatever. It's fine. You have my Yeah, like I don't. Cool. You like you if you need another connect on it to boost your profile, (laughs) whatever. Yeah, hit me up. Most of the people on there, I don't even know who they are. That's good. But yeah, so uh, turning out giveaways, um, you know, when it comes to the empire part, here's what I can tell you. I have uh, my concept right now, it revolves around the idea that that level of positivity that you see or I exude, whatever, whatever word you want to use to describe it, um, it is that light that that attracts other people to me right and the the that light that that attracts that moth and i enjoy that concept a lot and what i'm finding in business is that that 99% of the time i'm attracting even people in business that i want to work with those those homeowners they see my content yeah it either immediately turns them off or or or, or it, it gets them to call they laugh or they or they cry one way or another Either they're calling yeah. it or not, but they they decide for themselves. And so taking that same concept and kind of putting it into social media and being that that light is very, very uh, I'm very aware of it, uh, is the way I would say it, is that I'm I'm very aware of of what that vibe is. And I want um that part to continue into the idea that it will help me attract franchisees. There's no doubt about it that I will begin to attract the people that I want to work with on a franchise level, not just the homeowner level, but now starting to attract those franchisees that have, I don't, I don't expect them to have the same passion about paint. That's, that's not where I think they need to be at because I don't think that that's a thing, but I will say that they need to be passionate in the idea that they value um, they, they place high value on time with their family, time with their children, um, and being able to turn it off. Meaning that when it comes weekend time for me, you will not get a hold of me. That does not, it does like, it does not exist. You, I don't exist in your world anymore for that weekend. And I made a TikTok yesterday, you know, I went fishing yesterday with my father and the ocean, you know, my dad calls me on Friday. He's like, Hey, the ocean's looking pretty good on Monday. You think you can go? And I looked at my calendar and coincidentally, I, I normally leave my Mondays relatively open so that I can go do, um, do things that are ultimately that idea in a business world of just um, like putting out potential fires or yeah. handling the fire before it becomes a fire you know, putting out, making sure you check on that smoke and say, Hey, is everything okay here? Maybe it's just checking on the paint order. I don't know what it was, but I I leave my Mondays open. I don't schedule a lot of appointments and that's important. Um, and so I looked at that calendar. I was like, well, it's technically open right now. I can, I can keep that crap open and the painters can handle it. And the painters handled their business. We were good to go. And so I went fishing. So the people that I'm looking for 
they hold that value the same. That's the value that they hold the same of is they're willing to do the, the things necessary during the week to make sure that during the weekend, their dad, their mom, they're, they're not, they're not a business owner. It does. Cause and I'll, I'll, I will always say this. There is literally no such thing as a paint emergency. <laughs> I don't, there, that does not exist in this world. There's yeah. no, like, there's no such thing as a paint emergency. Even when there's, even when there's no paint in the world, there's no emergency. Yeah. There's no freaking paint. Yep. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there's no, there's no point to it. So yeah. people yeah, need I, paint. They'll make it again. Exactly. We're going to buy it. It'll get there when it gets there. Even the pipes exploding and the rainbow coloration of the inside of the factory, which unfortunately did not happen. Did not happen, but you know, it is, but yeah. So, um, the, the, the social media part plays much more into the long-term game of box foundation. That's how like they, they become linked in the long-term. Um, and but they're all a facet and they all, they're all interconnected. And, um, I like it. I, I like it. <laughs> I, you can see the smile. Like that's a fun part for me. I like that. Um, I like that. Uh, I like the community that I'm building. I can feel cool. it. They're, they're a neat group of people out there that, that follow me. And, um, like I get on these lives and I'll be talking and they're not listening to a damn word I'm saying else. <laughs> they're, they're just, some, some of them just get on to chit chat with each other. They're not there to see me at all. I love that. I'll tell stories. We, we play games. We do that stuff, but they are there for that community environment. And I like that. That's yeah. the ability to inspire people. Right is one that everybody should hold sacred. If you can inspire another person, if it's one individual to make their lives better in any way, that's, that's a powerful thing. And you've done a lot of good in that day if you are inspiring others. So I take, I do not take it with a grain of salt. Um, and I certainly appreciate my followers and everything that they do for me. And the, you know, the, the, the funny, crazy things that they send me that end up, you know, in a live or on a TikTok or whatever it is, it's we have fun out there. So yeah, I don't know if we taught anybody anything with this episode. But we talked for an hour. Is it very entertaining? Well, I, I this is my suggestion. I say we call it uh, "How to Eat a Tootsie Pop." <laughs> Done. Perfect. That's what it'll be. Uh, this is the How to Podcast with uh, Ben and Luke, or Luke and Ben, however you want it to be. Uh, so anybody that uh, enjoyed this, there's more episodes out there. We'll continue to make more episodes. Uh, ben, uh, that's great, man. That, I love the idea, idea of the foundation and the community. And I get the sense that uh, you're going to have as much as much opinion about the people you turn away as you let into the box painting franchise, which is going to make it valuable. So it'll be like, hey, I don't, I don't want somebody... I appreciate what you're bringing, but if it's not the right energy, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a no go, which is cool. Yeah. And um, the other thing on that, too, I'd say is it's not a no forever. People ah. change. It's not a no forever. Just because I say no once, it doesn't mean it's a no forever. So there you go. There you go. Well, cool. Anything else to add? How to eat a Tootsie Pop? How to eat a Tootsie Pop? No, I got nothing. No. I got no I got nothing. It was All a good right. episode. I had fun. I had fun. Perfect. Well, hey, it sounds like the next episode will be very much the same. Then we'll just either turn on the mics. Uh, I guess we have to do it in person because I need to try all these different Pez. Maybe that's maybe here we go. Hey, we'll, how to, how hey, to wherever it goes. Maybe we just we maybe we just start naming them at the end. Figure it out. There's one little <laughs> nugget. Something pops into our heads. Pull through it. What it'll be. How do you do Tootsie Pop? Uh, listen to all the how-to podcasts. Follow Ben on TikTok. Listen to my radio show uh, on odyssey.com. Uh, it's called The Sinner and the Saint. We do it on Saturdays. It's delightful. Um, until this takes over and becomes the next Joe Rogan podcast, listen to me there. Goals. Hashtag goals. <laughs> goals. Hashtag. Love it. I, th I think if this becomes the Joe Rogan podcast, I'm the guy that gets replaced and you stick around. So. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. There's no replacement. Ah, there you go. Okay. I dig it. Ben, have a wonderful day. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna shut off the recording now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 